Hey everyone, it's your host of See Jurassic Right, Stephen Ray Morris here, just dropping in to say, I hope you've been enjoying all the new episodes in 2023 and 2024 so far. There are new interviews with filmmakers, musicians, scientists, the screenwriter of Land Before Time, audio essays about the rich history of the Jurassic Park and Jurassic World franchise, and all the news about the upcoming animated show Jurassic World Chaos Theory and the as-of-yet untitled Jurassic World sequel coming next summer. I really need your help supporting the show right now, and you can do that by leaving a tip and or giving a monthly follow on Patreon, patreon.com slash There are $1 and $5 tiers, but more is coming. Sharing the show, giving five-star reviews in Apple Podcasts, and liking and commenting on social, at Stephen Ray Morris on Instagram and Twitter, goes a long way to help boosting the show's visibility again online in this new era. I'm an independent podcaster and your support is so important and means the world to me in keeping this podcast running. Link to the Patreon is in the show notes. Hold on to your butts. Thank you. And now on to the show. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. start this you were right you were always right tell your sister you were right or we could do like a welcome to see jurassic right top of the hour brand new news here from the world of jurassic world dominion uh brand new news it's new news it's uh, Stephen Ray Morris with Brenna White here. We're coming back to you. I'm Brenna Dodgson White. <laughs> that is your Twitter handle right now. Yes. Uh, with the hot news, hot, hot news, a little Raptor reactions this week. And I feel like this is going to be happening a lot once Dominion starts filming again, assuming they don't shut down. We're probably going to be meeting up weekly to discuss the newest drop. You know, oh, uh. Uh, I don't know. I don't know where that was going. Just the new news. Yeah, the new news. I love how uh, repetitive that is. New, it's like the news, but newer. Yes, as well as very new. And the new news that we're talking about today <laughs> is the fact that, see, and the thing is, when I read this article, I actually missed, to me, what I think is maybe even more important news. But the actor Campbell Scott has been cast as Lewis Dotson. And not only that, but he is now the CEO of Biosyn. And he will be 
he and the company Biosyn will be in Jurassic World Dominion. Okay, so we're going to peel back some layers here. Well, he, you were right. Okay, so no one knows. So You're right on two levels, I think. Stephen and I yeah. ha- have many private conversations about the Jurassic universe. You don't even know. You guys don't even know this Jurassic pillow talk that goes on at home. <laughs> <laughs> Truly. Um. So one night we were like awake late at night and... I th- we weren't even watching the movie. I don't remember, but I was like, wait a second. Dodge had worked for a company called, and I was like, wait, what was it called? And you told me, and I was like, and that was in the book, right? And you, were, and you said, yes. And I was like, why has that never been a plot line at all? And I was going into it and I'm like, it makes perfect sense because Nedry, you know, he was like, like saving them 10 years of research. So we, we don't quite know, even though as far as we know, the Barbazol can never made it into the hands of anybody. I do know some information about some some uh, follow up stories to that theory. Yeah, which we might we might. I mean, mostly for this episode, I want to focus on Dotson and yeah. Iosin coming back. But there are other rumors floating around right now Yeah, about stuff that may have happened in between. But so, yeah, we can stick to the main point where I was like, I think that it makes perfect sense for that to appear in Dominion because it's Jurassic World, you know, Dominion. And there are going to be a lot more dinosaurs I mean, well, yeah, the the point of the point Colin Trevorrow was making is that at the end of because everyone's like, oh, 25 dinosaurs or 50 dinosaurs escaped from Lockwood Manor. That's not enough to take over the world, like, obviously. But the point was that there was all these companies who were at the the um, what was it? The black market sale, the auction that got the technology, that got the DNA, that sure. got dinosaurs that they could you but, know, replicate. But, I mean, but also Biosyn already existed. So we're led to, we had no reason to not believe that they had already been creating their own dinosaurs for the same amount of time. Yeah, but, they, but, but it's never been mentioned before. I feel like it'd be a pretty big uh, thing to hide that there's another company. It out. has been mentioned in Jurassic Park. You can't say it's never been mentioned before. Well, no, but I'm, what I'm saying is that like everybody up until this point has said Dr. Wu is the only person that has made dinosaurs. That is canon. Yes. But I mean, to, to have that whole, like, I, I don't want to call Biosyn a plot hole necessarily because Nedry's responsible for the takedown of Jurassic Park. And it's based on his deal with Biosyn, which is to me a very, very big deal. No, well, I think to your point, and we'll, I think we should save that for when we bring up the Barbasol can later. Uh, but I mean, the reason why, Dotson and Biosyn were completely dropped from Jurassic Park until now is, is because yeah. they decided in the Lost World to make the the bad guy, the main bad guy, Peter Ludlow, who is Hammond's nephew, because I think Spielberg was trying to emphasize the idea of family. And so having Malcolm with his daughter, the T-Rex family with the junior, having Hammond face off against his uh, nephew, his niece, Petra Ludlow, um, <laughs> as played by Sigourney Weaver. Oh, that would have been dope. What? Um, <laughs> You're making this up no, right no, no, now, no. but it's so believable. But, <laughs> but what I'm saying is that they basically, because for folks who haven't read the Lost World novel, Dodson not only comes back, but he's like full on villain. And uh, with my episode with Lola Binkard, we talked about our favorite scenes from the novel that have yet to be adapted for the big screen. There's a scene where literally Sarah Harding is like, push off of a boat by Dotson. And then later spoilers for the end of the lost world book. She basically, they're both hiding under a Jeep um, mill style, like at the end of fallen kingdom or when, oh, yeah. oh, when Owen's hiding under the truck from the Indominus and in Jurassic world. Yes. 
Dotson and Sarah Harding are basically fighting underneath a Jeep and he pushes uh, she pushes him out from under the trunk right where the T-Rex is. And then he like, you know, nabs. Yeah. Nabs and chomps. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. So to me, it's like this news is so exciting because there are so many dots and moments from the Lost World that they're now free to use. Like yes. in, in obviously adapted in some way. I mean, Dotson in the original Jurassic Park novel also was only in the beginning of the book. He never like pops up again or whatever. But like there's so many exciting things. and and. You were you were right. Just going to say that again. <laughs> I'll say it again. But also, I didn't realize that you didn't have the context that I had was that the original actor who played Dotson, Cameron Thor, has been in prison for 20, 30 years for sexual assault and, you know, basically raping yeah. his students. And so that's terrible. So, I mean, I, w- I was like putting this this like thought process together based on like a lay person who who has all of their knowledge based on on watching the movies over and over and over. Well, that's again. not even a lay person. That's somebody who is just using the information of the films. And yes. so story-wise, you're like, why would, like you said before, you're like, why wouldn't these characters come back? Yeah, and I was very focused on it. And I would always ask you questions like, well, did he die? And you were like, yes, well, like in, in the last world, yes. But but because they didn't use that character arc, they, they did have the opportunity to like bring it back. So yeah. when it was announced, who was not surprised? You weren't. Me, I was yeah, not. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I said and this was... Well, let me just read the little bit of the Collider article just so people get the get the information. So, again, this is from Collider. I recently talked to Perry Nemiroff from Collider. Again, I love that Collider has become really the main source for exclusive breaks for Jurassic uh, World Dominion news. They broke Jake Johnson and Omar Sy returning. They broke Laura Dern, Sam Neill and, and Jeff Goldblum returning. They broke Daniela Pineda and Justice Smith returning. Yeah. They've been like really breaking all the casting stories, which I really love. And so veteran actor, this is from, this is an article from Jeff Snyder. Veteran actor Campbell Scott has joined the cast of Jurassic World Dominion as a key character from the original Jurassic Park Collider has exclusively learned. Sources say that Scott will play Lewis Dotson, the mysterious man in the red shirt and sunglasses who provided Wayne Knight's Dennis Nedry with a fake can of Barbasol shaving cream to store the stolen dinosaur embryos. When Nedry is killed by the Dilophosaurus, the canister containing the embryos buried in the mud, but perhaps they will resurface in Dominion? <laughs> and then so the other the other bit of news in the article, again, to me, that kind of brushed by was that in Jurassic World Dominion, it says Dotson has been promoted to CEO of Biosyn Genetics, but only time will tell whether the character proves to be the sequel, the threequels. <laughs> Sorry. But, but only time will tell whether the character proves to be the th- I can't say this word <laughs> to be the threequels big villain. So. To me, that is almost bigger news because everyone kind of so the Jurassic World Evolution game had a DLC earlier this year called Return to Jurassic Park, where Laura Dern, Sam Neill and Jeff Goldblum all returned to the game. And Biosyn was like a big part of that DLC. So a lot of people were saying, oh, that's a hint that right. by bringing Biosyn back into the fold, it's it's actually very exciting because it feels like they're acknowledging a larger world beyond InGen, you know, and the well, island. I mean, why wouldn't there be other competing or sorry, competing companies like trying to do the same thing? It's not like they could have like uh, a patent on on genetics or DNA of this kind of thing, especially if everyone is free to do their own like mining of amber and whatever. But Peter Ludlow says we patented them. We own them. Uh, but, but no, but I think you're right. And in a way, to me, it almost makes it more exciting that we've had almost 30 years of Jurassic. And so now in this final movie, there's going to be all these companies like racing to try and make the best dinos. It's like, 
So to me, that's so exciting. Like the kind of implications that you're saying is like so cool and feels to me because Colin Trevorrow was even saying that like the technology is out of the box. Like you're not Dr. Wu, in which I think that's that there's like a sadness to Dr. Wu where he's like, oh, no, like now other people are going to try and. Well, no, here's the thing. They can patent and own the dinosaurs they created based on whatever DNA they use to make those dinosaurs. But say people use other reptiles. Feathered raptors. I mean, so so it's like, okay, like, okay, so we we can't use such and such DNA from this specific animal, but what if we used a chameleon? I don't know, whatever. Butterflies. Yeah, butterflies is in the sky. Yeah. <laughs> whatever, whatever, you get the idea. Yeah, so to me, I, I again, I think to me why this stuff seems so far-fetched to me, like even a week or two ago, was because I kind of thought that they weren't going to... I mean, now in retrospect, because Contravara was saying that rival companies and all this stuff, it's like Biosyn is just such an easy pull that is like the thing that will. I mean, obviously, our, we're like we're all so excited about this. Well, you if, know? if you were like basing that on like them getting rid of a character because of that actor, it's like women are recast all the time for like younger a- actresses. Yeah. Why wouldn't they do that to a man? I guess to me, it's because my criticisms of Jurassic World and then a little bit less so with Fallen Kingdom is that their fan service hasn't been that great. Like, it feels like you're going to have Dr. Wu come back. You're going to have the Hammond statue. You're going to have Rexy come back. It feels like it's stuff uh, in Fallen Kingdom. The explorer that Blue pops out of is the same explorer that Grant and Timmy hid under when it fell from the tree. And Blue is making her nest in that explorer. And it's like none of that comes across in the movie. So for me, it's like I've been very cynical about their ability to kind of have those kind of having Biosyn come back, having dots and having those little lore things. I guess I've just I've I didn't want to get hurt. You know what I mean? Oh, and for me, I'm just like more open to talking about possibilities. Yeah, I guess I just didn't want to get my hopes up. Oh, and yeah. So, so for me, I've just been steadily more and more excited as news comes out. So what I was saying is like, I'm just like open to talking about all possibilities without marrying myself to any of those ideas True. where it's like, oh, my God, what if Lex and Tim, Tim came back? Like, I, I can like talk about this stuff without without being hopeful about it. So it's like when I'm when I was having that discussion with you about Biosyn and Dodgson, like, it was more just like this completely makes sense. But but because, you know, they have they were introducing so many characters, I wasn't it wasn't something that I was like, you know, uh, relying on. So to me, the casting of Campbell Scott as Dotson actually fills a gap that I was really curious about in that every Jurassic Park film has a character actor who fills the roles of villains. And so people so was in Lost World. You had. Uh, Udesky, uh, Michael Jeter in Jurassic Park 3, or even like you could even say William H. Macy's kind of a character actor. Oh, yeah, totally. Uh, Jurassic World had uh, Ro- um, had Vic Hoskins. You had, yeah, you had Vic Hoskins in Jurassic World. You had Rafe Spall and Toby Jones in Jurassic World uh, Fallen Kingdom, as well as Ted Levine as Wheatley. So to me, it was interesting that when they announced the cast for Jurassic World Dominion up until the casting of Campbell Scott, there was no like the only new actors were, and I mentioned this in a previous pod, I think one where we talked about it was the idea that it was like the only new actors were kind of, were just kind of like, you can tell they're going to be like, you know, they're the, like they're new actors. So they're yeah. going to, they're not going to be like, they're going to have new roles. Yeah. Yeah. So we don't really know like how big or small their roles are going to be. No, but they're certainly not going to be bigger than 
the returning cast of members. Course, so, so to me, now that they've cast Campbell Scott, it feels like it's like it finally feels like the full cast is in place in that sense. Sure. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, it it does. Like, I guess if but we never know. Well, yeah, they could announce more people coming yeah. back anytime. But to me, it was just like, it, and again, it was this thing that was very exciting because it's like, this is the, we and we've said this before, but it's like every Jurassic Park film has only had like two or three returning people from the last one. The fact that this is right. going to have 11 returning characters, yeah. like that is cool. Like that's it's, so it's cool. so, so cool. And yeah, what do you think? How do you think they're going to, do you think Dotson is going to be connected because of because he didn't he doesn't know any of the other characters as far as we know as far as we know but what i'm saying is like how are they gonna i'm so curious how they're gonna bring back biosyn is it gonna be this thing because i I was describing hoskins and mills like the kind of big bads of the last two movies like hoskins (laughs) the the big bads. like hoskins is like a kind of i described him as a clueless edgelord you know because he's just like like he's just like the libertarian dad who like like if I want to own a gun I can you know and like and then Mills is like basically Ted Bundy and so to me this possibility that Dotson has had you know almost thirty years to plan or to sort of observe what's happened like the rise and fall of InGen the rise and fall of Jurassic World to me I feel like he would be an interesting villain. If he was somebody who comes in as almost like a savior, like Injun, Claire, Owen, they've screwed things up. Uh, Grant, uh, Sattler, Malcolm, they had chances to save things or to speak out, but they didn't. They were bought and sold by Hammond. And now Dotson's going to come in here being like, you guys, I got everything handled, you know? So I was I was really obsessed with the idea the other night that uh, when they were taking the tour of Jurassic Park, there were nine other people working. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's working so interesting. In the lab. I'm like nine people. And then I was like, well, we don't know, like what sort of non-compete clauses were in their contract. <laughs> but it's like, of course, after the island shut down, like as far as we knew, nothing else was going on. So they needed jobs. And what was their area of expertise? Was genetics. Genetics and creating specifically dinosaurs well that's kind of the plot of um that's a bit of the plot of far from home was that the scientist who used to work for the scientist that used to work for tony stark was like bitter and basically oh so you're saying far from home is a film of what franchise oh spider-man far from spider-man far from home got it yeah yeah and i i honestly thought it was like like a cat and dog movie (laughs) in homeward bound three far (laughs) from home that's that's what i I, I like gestured to you like a oh, when you no no said Spider-Man Far From Home <laughs> so, like so the idea that these embittered scientists used to work for you know are suddenly screwed over because they have all these like NDAs so it's like I can't even talk about my experience yeah you're totally right like I could totally see that and I could see him building a workforce of observing what's been going on and as well as like again because and I guess we'll maybe address that there is rumors of Barbasol can returning in some form, but obviously, you know, obviously this stuff went bad after 36 hours in the uh, supposedly. Yeah. I mean, who knows? Dawson could have been lying. I that's don't know. just what they maybe that's just like what they said as far as giving like a timeline. However, if a company like Biosyn is like relying that much on one person, we don't know what kind of like backup plan they had like waiting offshore. Well, so in the Jurassic Park game from Telltale, which I really don't like, but um, <laughs> but that's I, another. Part I have a weird bias against that game. I just I just hate how people think it's canon when it's clearly not. Yeah, because nothing like the whole game is totally not anyway. But in that game, that's essentially what happened was that there was somebody waiting 
if that Dotson didn't get to the boat, then somebody was sent to retrieve him. Yes, so, I believe I believe in that sort of like that insurance, that backup plan, because there was a lot of money involved and a lot at stake. Well, yeah, because the Barbasol can obviously can't be post Fallen Kingdom because the whole island burned up. So it has oh, right. so it would have been in the past. So to me, if there is if the Barbasol can does show up, it has to be a flashback, which I think is like really exciting because so many movies, so many movie franchises now have done the de-aging and everything. So it only makes sense that now now Jurassic would take a stab at that. And I w- here's what I would think is that maybe on the Barbasol can that there was perhaps like a tracking device. Yeah. Well, I almost like the idea that maybe they don't even get to the can in time. And so like they get to the can like 37 hours and it's so they try and reconstruct whatever is from the can, but they're almost like freakish monsters or something. And I wonder if there's also if they were to put this to film, that there would be like a subplot of like people getting eaten by dinosaurs on the way to the can. Yeah, <laughs> that's, well, a lot. that's a lot. That's well, a lot. but that's that's what the whole Jurassic Park telltale game is yes, about okay. is is all these different forces trying to get the can basically and trying to prevent the can from getting taken off the island. Yeah, I guess my worry with the whole like Dotson returning thing is the same problem that happened with Rise of Skywalker, where all of a sudden Palpatine is just back. And it's like, so to me, it's like, I don't want to see Dotson as like a because he didn't know Nedry. He doesn't care about Nedry in the book. He described Nedry as like extremely unlikable and had sticky hands and stuff. Uh-huh. To me, it's like it's not like our favorite Lego Jurassic stories where there's Danny Niedermeyer. Yes. Who's like, that's truly like family revenge. To me, Dotson, I, I just feel like if they're going to make him be this like overarching villain, the problem with the new Bond movies where like Blofeld is like, I'm the author of all your pain, James. It's like I want it to be more about. What what like what we love about Crichton is that it's like business. And so I could see Dotson yeah. being like waiting in the wings all these years. And he's like, oh, now is my chance to not only look like the hero, but then I also get to take down my uh, my rival. I and wonder I- if it'll ever come out like the work it has to like and how it will come out like that. He did have that deal with Nedry and that all that was happening. Yeah. Well, and I wonder that's what I'm like. I'm wondering, like. Is there going to be a moment like maybe it's the opening of Dominion flashback to 93. It opens with like the shaking of the Jeep and Nedry. You can hear Nedry screams and the Dilophosaurus. It pans down to the to the, you know, to the Barbasol can. And then all of a sudden you see like a hand stick into the mud and like pull it out. And it's like, Dotson, I got your thing, you know. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? And then it's just like and you're just like, whoa. Well, like, I'm, I'm having this whole other mind blowing moment where I'm like, Dutchin working with Nedry died with Nedry. And so like anything that happened after that, no one even knows. Well, no, only Dotson knows. Only Dotson knows, which is so mind blowing that like four movies would go on to be made after that. Yeah. Without any mention of it, which is why I was like really like harping on this idea. Well, and you got to wonder, actually, that brings up a good point. Does even Ludlow know it happened? I, or does I Ludlow mean, maybe, just know maybe. something went wrong? And Nedry died, but did Ned, but did they find out that Nedry did what he did? Like, did they find out that he stole embryos? Because they mean, know he shut down the power. Like, that's provable. Like, I mean, Hammond like, could tell Ludlow. Was there ever, like, a return to the lab where there were, like, missing embryos counted? Like, Wu returning to the island later on or something? That's a good question, actually. Because on the DPG website, it is canon that they did go and try and clean up Isla Nublar after 
the events of the movie, but I don't know if they like took stock or inventory because who knows if that stuff could have been destroyed by the raptors running loose in there. And also were them like breeding in the wild ever addressed in other movies? Like were they bred in the wild on... Like, well, Malcolm says that shouldn't the Lysine contingency kick them after whatever many days? And Hammond's like, by God, they're flourishing. So it's I, like that kind of stuff is kind of like dropped, you know? Yes. I mean, even the T-Rex not seeing movement is dropped from the movies after the first one. Oh, yeah, yeah, you know? that's true. <laughs> Isn't that funny? Like that that was such a big component of the first movie and it's completely dropped after the after the first one. Well, I feel like people, oh, it's like in Jurassic Park 3 when when Dr. Grant's like, don't move. And everybody like runs away. Yeah, yeah. They kind of almost make fun of. Yes. Uh, they almost make fun of. Uh, or they do make fun no, of. Grant, I, but basically. I mean, in the Lost World, like the tent scene as well, like the idea is to not move. So I wouldn't say. It was oh, co- yeah, you're right. You're, yeah, oh, yeah. Because Malcolm is like, don't move. Don't move. Yeah. That's it true. It completely dropped. Yeah. I mean, I guess for me, it's again, it's but I feel like Colin Trevorrow being in the position that he is, is not going to do what J.J. Abrams did with Rise of Skywalker. I think he's got a better <laughs> How ironic of you to say. Is it? Well, no, but I, but I, <laughs> what I'm saying is that I think I, uh, you know, he, I think he's I think everyone has looked at the lessons of the way that like as in as much as I do like all the Star Wars movies, uh, I think there's an incredible opportunity to do the nostalgia new generation thing right. And I think like like. Here's what I think Colin Trevorrow won't do. He won't give people what they want necessarily. Like he won't put Ellie and Grant back together. <laughs> he won't give them that Hollywood. What, what, ending. what is your temperature on that right now? Because I was very like when when they were first coming back and all this stuff, I was like super hot, like they're going to get back together. And I'm kind of on the other you side of I, it now. You and I have absolutely talked about this to a death. lot. Yeah, yeah. To death. Yes. And not not to death. Uh, but every but, time we watch Jurassic Park three, it always sparks up that conversation. Well, like, again. well I still don't think they're going to get back together. Like maybe there's going to be like some looks. You know what I mean? Like. Uh, like some glances. I think there's going to be some reconciliation. I think. Of, uh, yeah, I think that they will provide some closure on that, but not necessarily give them like a my husband died. Let's do it. Yeah. No, I, I honestly think I'm leaning towards that direction now, too. I was very. Yeah, I was very like, let let them get back together. But now I kind of almost like this idea. You know, it, it's a little bit more sad, but it feels a little bit more true to Grant's character of like. Maybe maybe it would be like a. A partnership of um, like superhero, like a superhero sort of partnership where they're like taking this thing on together and they know each other so well and they do love each other, but it's not romantic. Yeah. And there's the idea that they are both better in their lives now yeah. and it, it they don't need to be together for things to be better because you kind of feel... Rewatching JP3, like every time I watch it, it's like, <laughs> wait, I just wait. thought of something really funny. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Who's married to Dr. Sattler now? Dr. Malcolm. He's always looking for a future ex Mrs. No. Mel. <laughs> are, are there people that even genuinely ship that? No. I, I did blow somebody's mind recently that I was like, yeah, Laura Dern and Jeff Goldblum dated after Jurassic Park for a while. Oh, I don't know if I knew that. Oh, yeah, yeah. They genuinely, I don't know like what the relationship was. Well, I'm not privy to those information, you know. To those informations. No, no, but I was going <laughs> to say every, every time I watch JP3, like it feels like Dr. Sattler kind of feels sorry for Grant. Like, she's like, oh, what are you working on? Like, you know, it's like, like, it feels like he hasn't been able to move past what he, what they went through. And that's why they weren't able to get together. Or that's why they couldn't stay together. And so to me, 
my version of reconciliation is the acknowledgement that like he's been able to uh like dinosaurs again and be excited about the prospect of seeing dinosaurs and not afraid oh and now it's not going to be like a total surprise like like surprise we're landing on the island by the way our son is lost here and you're here helping us because you already agreed to this <laughs> yeah. it wasn't like like a polite airplane tour around the island no i i think and what i think colin's gonna do i think he's going to give purpose to those three characters i think he's gonna they're going to be there for a reason and it's oh. not going to be like an accident or like you were literally so, kidnapped. Well, Alan will be doing this on his own terms in this movie. I think a hundred percent. I think that's, what's going to make all the difference yes. in making us like this, like making us like this feel like it's worth it in that sense. Yeah. I'm Sandra and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for, but you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. We kind of got off track from the dots and stuff, but uh, no, I, I guess I, we kind of talked about mostly all of it. It really, I mean, what else is there to say right now, truly, about yeah. it? Well, I mean, it, it just like there's just that like spider web effect where like it just keeps growing, growing, growing. And once you start talking about it. Yeah. But I really like the idea of Dotson kind of like smearing the trio's reputation a little bit of like that they were like, but it could, because of course it's not true because eventually Malcolm and Grant ha- did come out and we don't know. Maybe Ellie did it in her own way, but like the idea that like Dotson could sort of besmirch their reputations and being like, you guys were bought and sold by Hammond. But they're like, no, it's not true. Like, but clearly they tried to ruin our lives none afterwards. None of that would be their fault anyway. No, but that's but that will make it really like frustrating. Like, that'll make it really good drama for the viewer, you yeah, know, okay, okay. where we're like, no, it's not true. You know, like, yeah, like we're in like when we're watching this movie, like that's really good villainry where it's like. He's ruining their reputations. Yeah. You know? And I guess that is like the the reactiveness from the audience. Like you do want to get a rise. But they give payoff. But then to me, that would really tie in Lost World and JP3. Yes. In a way that you don't necessarily need to be like, well, the time you went to Isla Sorna, like you don't have to like the time you like battled against the Spinosaurus. Oh, it's like you don't have to spend one movie explaining all the other movies. No. <laughs> but, oh, interesting. But what I'm saying is that you could emotionally pay off what happened to those characters in those movies without having to like. Without giving the context, because you have to assume that everyone has seen like all the other Marvel movies leading up to this one. Yeah. Um, but I, yeah, or, I, I used Marvel. Obviously, I know what we're talking about, but I just use that as an example. Yeah, yeah. But, I, you know, I agree. But I think that they will sort of catch people up to speed because it has been what oh, has been 20 years. I mean, next year is the 20th anniversary of JP3. So technically, it's been 20 years since uh, we've seen Grant and Sattler, you know. 
Ooh. And we, you know, we saw, you know, we saw Malcolm in Fallen Kingdom, but we didn't really get an eye into where he's been. We kind of get a vibe into how he's feeling, but we don't really. After, after the Lost World, we don't know what the hell he's been doing. Yeah. How many children he had. How many? Where's Kelly? Bring back Vanessa Lee Chester. That's all I'm saying. Um, Bring back Julian Moore. Um, (laughs) But yeah. Vince Vaughn can stay home. (laughs) Vince Vaughn can stay home. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Nick Van Owen, he's off. He joined Greenpeace again. Yes. Um, But yeah, I mean, this is pretty, I mean. But Billy Brennan can't come back. Sorry. <laughs> keep, keep sailing on that ship if you want to. I I like was obsessively. I, like I was ship. looking up his IMDb and like any. any oh yeah, happy belated birthday to Alessandra Nova. Oh, that's right. Like two days ago, June twenty seventh. Um. Yeah, I mean, I. I or twenty eighth. Yeah, I mean, I guess if you have any other thoughts about, it, I feel like I kind of said everything I wanted to say. Yeah, about it, I but... think so too. I think I mean the whole uh, prospect is very. I mean the whole prospect, like the whole fact that Dodgson has been confirmed is is pretty cool. Yeah, and it's interesting because it again to bring up the Star Wars thing, it. it in a way, maybe this is well, in a, because it was like the Star Wars trilogy was slowly losing its uh, original characters from the previous trilogies, whereas Jurassic World has slowly, steadily added them. But I don't even think it's a good comparison anymore. I think the idea that that Frank Marshall has said that Dominion is technically not only closing the door on the first chapter, but is preparing us for a whole new era means that like right. that this is an opportunity for all this, you know, people like uh, Daniela Pineda and Justice Smith and Jake Johnson to become like our new favorite characters, because, you know, maybe maybe after this trilogy ends, you know, we might not have uh, Bryce Ellis Howard and Chris Pratt as our you know, main characters. And but maybe all these side characters can continue the story. Yeah, you know? totally. Um, no word on Lauren Lapkus yet, right? No, not yet. I would or, love uh, Queen of the Seas, <laughs> Courtney James Clark. Look, just give us one little <laughs> moment with the Mosasaur and Dominion, and have uh, Courtney just writing, writing her. Writing the Mosasaur holding a Triton. Oh yeah, yeah holding the Triton. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what does everyone think of Dotson coming back? Are you excited about this a- again? Additional, I-, I and I think in a way, like having Wu come back is also laying the groundwork for more of this. I would like you some know. young scientists. Yeah, I mean, who knows? Maybe uh, Mamadou Athi and um, I can't remember any of the other return, any of the new actors. Sorry, I can't That's remember the right. names right now. But like, yeah, maybe they're all working for Dotson or maybe they're working, working with Claire yeah. or maybe they're like one of them is working with with Grant and Sattler or something like that. Or so. Yeah. But what do you think? What do you think of Dotson returning? What do you think that Biosyn will officially be canon? Because technically Biosyn's not even named in Jurassic Park, which everyone knows. Like it's not even named in the movie. Like you never hear the words Biosyn in Jurassic Park. Oh, that's why I was asking about like what the name of the other company was. Asking you in our in our pillow talk sessions about. <laughs> well, we're going to get out of here. But yeah, let us know what you think. What do you think of the idea of recasting? This is technically the first like recast. I mean, I'm obviously all for it because Cameron Thor can rot in hell. But uh, <laughs> it's, but it's just interesting that this is technically because right, every franchise has recasting. Yeah. So yeah, unless I'm like missing something really obvious. I don't think anybody's been recast, but um, yeah. So I, I think, yeah, let us know what you think of Dotson returning. What do you think of Biosyn? Does this make you more excited for Dominion? To me, every new bit of news from Dominion just makes me more excited for about it, which is again, I'm a tender heart. I don't want to get my hopes up. Yeah, you don't have to. I think, I think just keep being open to all possibilities is a good idea. I like that a lot. Yep. And uh, yeah, hold on to your butt, your butts, folks. <laughs> hold on to your butt and your butts. Hold on to your butts, folks. <laughs> 
hold on to your butts. And I hope everyone's been having a good Jurassic June. I hope you're staying safe, wearing a mask, taking care of yourself, taking care of others, looking after each other. And I'll talk to you real soon. Thank you, Brenna, for coming. Oh, where where can people follow you? Oh, gosh. Um, listen to Mouthhole, the podcast. Mouthhole, uh, wherever podcasts are found. And uh, I'm at Bonnie Puns on Twitter, at Beaksels on Instagram. That's it. Sweet. Uh, until next time, keep on chomping the night away. <laughs> yeah. Keep on chomping the night away. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code Buttery. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.